Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie, and I'm here in Jonesboro, Tennessee. I'm speaking with DW and Tara, and they are the owners of East Tennessee Hemp Company. How are you guys doing? Doing good. How are you? Fantastic. Doing great, Freddie. And it's nice to uh, be here with you all, and uh, and uh, you hosting me here. And thank you very much. It's good to have but, you. But uh, I want to talk about your business and how how you got started here. You got a great store. And tell us how you got started. We've been passionate uh, for years and studying and just watching the movement and how it's helping people and just uh, lots of education. And so, DW, you were telling me how you you started here with one little case. <laughs> yes, um, it, it was it was a battle to to get here. Our finances, of course, wasn't the best, and we really didn't want nobody else involved with our, our our dreams and passion okay. and visions that we had for the company. So, yeah, it was a struggle. I uh, bought an $80 case off of Craigslist and set it up back here in the back room with a couple six-foot tables uh, with some hemp products on it that wasn't even for sale. They were just to educate. And of course, I had my flour and my tinctures for sale in the case. So. Okay. Tell us a little bit about the history. Uh, I know that we were talking yesterday about... Uh, the history and people didn't even know that it was in the museum right over here. That's correct. Jonesboro is the oldest town in Tennessee. Um, the history starts back before the United States was even the United States. Uh, this was the state of Franklin uh, in our history that didn't want to be part of the United States. Uh, old stagecoach roads runs through here. Three presidents studied law here. Uh, they have a welcome center here in Jonesboro, and they have a little museum. And inside that museum is a hemp rope twister, and it states what it is and what its functionalities are. So I think that's a, a great little uh, intertwine with us uh, in, being in Jonesboro that they've already recognized the great value of hemp in their little museum here. Yeah. And, and what about this little uh, canister behind here? Okay, so that is a water jug, and it is called the Little Water Jug. Um, it is made by a steel company. Mm -hmm. uh, that particular one is from Illinois. Um, the steel companies were the ones that were decorticating the hemp because they are the ones that had the decorticators, of course, which were made out of steel, to be able to process the hemp on a large scale. So, therefore, the steel companies and the hemp was intertwined. That's why one of the reasons you've seen Henry Ford using it in his production, of course, he was a, a steel producer, and he also grew hemp as well. You have a lot of things in your store here. 
how'd you get into all the items, the clothing and, and seeds? And well, all we did not want to be part of this CBD movement. We wanted to be hemp. We okay. wanted to be a versatile hemp store with all the different hemp products right. that that's available on the market, like clothing, the different kinds of products made out of the hemp oil that does not contain cannabinoids, and then the values of the hemp hearts uh, and, and using a hemp flour that's gluten-free and vegan and, and things of that nature. And, and we, we put these products in the front of our store so when people do come in, we're able to educate them on the values of hemp before we introduce them into the different values of the cannabinoid products. Okay. So I noticed you have, you know, clothing and, and uh, you have some of these uh, coffee cups like or tea cups uh, that have a, the flower. Uh, Correct. Uh, the, the, so, the, so, you know, since, since we've been making pottery thousands of years, yeah. we have used different kinds of leaves and, and different things to burn into our pottery to make de- designs. Right. So therefore, what we've done is we've taken a leaf from our plants at the farm and give them to a local artist that that does pottery and they have taken those leaves and made different kinds of pieces of pottery for us yeah yeah and you gave me one of the uh the cups and yes. it's really nice i really like it it has a the leaf is really outstanding yes it. he does a great job and so and i noticed over here you had some uh I used to wear one a long time ago, fanny pack made out of Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, those things last forever, good quality, durability. Jonesboro being the oldest town in Tennessee, it's a little town, town of 5,000. We have a lot of tourists yeah. that come in. So we love being able to educate them on, on the different products of hemp, you know, and, and being able to uh, send them away with a good quality product that will last them for many years to come, and they can educate others as well yeah yeah and you're right across the street from the courthouse yeah the oldest courthouse in tennessee washington county courthouse 1913 1913 huh yes um this little town i consider to be the ruby of the bible belt very conservative little town um for us to be here is a blessing to us um we did go talk to you know local officials and things of that nature and we educated them on what we wanted to do and asked for permission to be in their little town. And it's an honor to, to be able to do what we're doing here in Jonesboro and them allowing us to be able to educate people. Because that is our number one mission, Freddie, is to educate and yeah. educate the public and that's with why, facts. That's why I've seen you doing all day today, Tara here, and, and everybody in the store just is just helping educated, people helping people and answering their questions and not browbeating them to, to do this. And That's this, correct. They they understand that, and they 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 thank you for it and everything else. Then they know they'll try your products. Then yeah. So um, what else can you tell me about the the store here? So this building, this particular building, was built in 1871. So it's actually older than the courthouse. Um, it started out as the Halls McCall General Store. Okay. Um, and it, it, it's changed hands several times since then. Um, I would really like to know who's walked on these floors. These are the original floors of the building. Wow. Um, Jonesboro really loves preserving their heritage. 
like I was saying about it being an old stagecoach road, we have some steps out front here where they used to get on the stagecoach. Um, with the way I set up my store, I wanted to keep, of course, the heritage of Jonesboro with um, using different artifacts and things of that nature of history of hemp. And like I have a 1914 $10 bill back there in my case that, you know, that shows the public that, oh, wow, you know, our money was made out of him, you know, and that's right there with my tinctures. So they're, they're relating, you know, history with the education Seeing of teaching them. That, yeah, and, and yeah. being able to see it hands-on exactly. thing. Um, and I just wanted to use, you know, the, the history of Jonesboro and the history of him with my store. Uh, I think it's worked out very, very well of, of, of being able, because when people come, they want to know history. When they come to Jonesboro, they want to know history. Exactly. So then I'm able to, you know, tell them, hey, did you know the very first American flag was made out of hemp? And 90% of the people that come in here do not know that. No, no. Yeah. Because it's not taught to them. It's right. not in our educational system. Ear. They want to listen to Something I would like to see is hemp being brought back into our educational system and teaching our children what hemp is and all the great benefits that it actually has. Yeah, and I think that's important. It and is. starting with the kids, you know, and uh, saying, and, you know, this is hemp and all the whole history. That's where they started. Needed, they okay. needed with the know kids. this. Yeah. That's another thing about our store. We wanted a family-friendly mm-hmm. atmosphere that you can bring your kids in if you need to come get, you know, what you need and feel comfortable and, and not feel shady. You know, a lot of That's why we have a checkerboard with rocking chairs. We serve ice cream. Yeah. And I saw uh, it must have been a father and a son playing checkers mm-hmm. this exactly. afternoon. It's yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great to see that. Yeah. And uh, so, and, and I noticed you have little monitors over here that, that show... Uh, growing hemp and, and stories of hemp and everything else. So we have lounging area up front here with the monitors so people can sit and enjoy their ice cream. And, and they may be just coming in to get ice cream. And they really don't want to talk to nobody. But they'll have a seat. It's a nice, comfortable atmosphere. And they'll get to reading the screen. And then they start asking us questions. Exactly. Yeah. And so, Tara, you were telling me uh, that you're going to be experimenting and making hemp ice cream? Yes. Yeah. Really excited about it. Got to get some flavors down and kind of play with it a little bit. It was really popular last year, so we're going to try to make our own. We have a certified kitchen, so it's vegan and it's dairy-free, so it's good for a little bit of everybody, be a little bit healthier. Are there those that can't have dairy? Okay. Yeah. So... Anything else you want to say about the store here? You got some pictures of presidents up here. You got all kind of good stuff here. So one of our main things, too, with this store is the way that we have educated our staff to to present the customers that come in our store. We want this to be family-oriented, so everybody that comes into our store gets greeted. Hey, how we doing? Glad you could come. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. Every time they leave, we want to make sure that they're satisfied when they leave. Have a great day. We want to communicate and show passion to our customers. A lot of people still with the stigma, you know, people have to deal with. They are afraid sometimes to come in or somebody's looking. And that's gotten a lot better. But, you know, when they come in and feel welcome and, you know, talk to them about the skincare and health care we have up front, 
and then with the ice cream and seeing other you know children in here it just kind of takes that off of there it's like oh maybe this is an okay place you know because yeah. you know yeah. those things still people worry about yeah. and then the, the word travels and the word of mouth is the best knowledge you know passing to your family and friends and yeah and saying it's okay we're right across from the courthouse they, they allow us to do this <laughs> we, we still have people come in of course it's not as bad as it was when we first opened but we still have people say is this legal <laughs> yeah. yes. especially the visitors from other states that the medical cannabis is legal it's like no no this is just this is just him yeah and and, and we have people that come from these uh, legal states um and we have to educate them of the difference of the cannabises. I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, your farm. So tell us a little bit about your farm, what you're doing out there. Tomorrow I'm going to go out to the farm with you and take a look. But tell us a little bit about the farm. What is passion lies? That's a lot of work. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the farming is a lot of work taking care of plants and making sure everything's running correctly it is it's not easy these plants are very sensitive plants uh, we're here in Tennessee where who knows what the weather's going to be could be winter first thing in the morning spring midday summer of the evening who knows what it's going to do here so babysitting the plants is tough um, and of course you know we started last year with 225 growers. Okay. So this year we've gotten around 3,000 growers. Wow. And right now, with it being the 1st of June, it is planting season. Yes, it is. So I have been cloning around the clock to try to meet the demand of Tennessee this year. And it is tough. I'm not a very big farm, um, mid-sized farm, and... I don't have a lot of employees, but the employees that I do have, we work hard. And it's a tough year, but it, it, it's good. Uh, the weather's been crazy, of course. You know, having clones, they're very sensitive plants. And with the weather changing all the time, they're yeah, they're babies. You have to treat them like babies. Yeah, and, and so uh, do you have a, a, a greenhouse and outdoors? or what? So we have several greenhouses. Okay. Uh, we also have a... Um, an outdoor grow which is not planted yet we're getting ready to lay the plastic mulch and the drip tape and get all that done of course we have to base everything off of weather it's been too dry to get the hills to form okay uh, and, and get the drip tape in so we've had to wait for a little rain it just rained so hopefully the beginning of the week maybe even tomorrow might be able to get in the field and, and start working the field to get the plants in there I'd like to have them in there by the first weekend of june which is this next weekend okay um which these plants are a sativa variety they can go on the ground pretty late um they do very well they're airy plants you don't really want to do indicas in the valleys and stuff around here there's too much moisture um they mold real quick so i have two nurseries uh i have one nursery that right about 1900 square feet climate controlled then i have another one that's about Five six hundred square feet, climate controlled. Okay, yeah. And so you're selling the, the clones to the farmers. Correct. Okay. I had quite a few classes helping the locals educate and encouraging them to grow, uh, to put their farms back to work and make money for a little. I love people. advocating. 
I love being able to educate people and, and just share my knowledge and, and to, to, you know, build this industry as a whole yeah. and, and give whatever I can give back. I was talking to one gentleman today that really, he says he has one acre, that he, he already has his license and uh, he, he needs help and everything. And I reassured him that you're the guy to go to, you know, and can educate him, got the clones and everything else. And so he was really appreciative. He really wants to, yes. I says, get them in the ground. DW will be there to help you. That's so, right. Yeah. I, try, I try my best to help anybody. I tell them, you know, call me. Whatever issues you're dealing with, call me. I don't want you to fail. I want us all to succeed. So what kind of message would you, both of you, want to give the iHemp Revolution audience? Keep studying to get that knowledge out there, the love of, the, of each other and this plant and how it can help this planet so much. Mm-hmm. DW. Bringing God's treatment to the people. There you go. I like that work together as as one unity we're all one we're all one we're all one well, i want to thank you both for being a guest on the i hemp revolution podcast and today we're doing our hemp history and i want to give a shout out to dr Bronner's. yes just like they say all in one all in one that's it thank you freddie Thank you for coming and being here with us in our gonna, special store. We have very passionate. We love what we're doing. Yeah, and thanks for putting me up at the end over here. This okay. is an awesome the place. The Eureka Inn, the built U- in 1840. Yeah. And you got to stay in the peddler's room. Yeah, the peddler's pad. <laughs> the That's peddler's what they pad. <laughs> That's <perfect> it. <laughs> and I love it. Thank you very much. I appreciate both of you for being a great sponsor. We appreciate what you do and we've been doing for so long and just keep on getting that fire burning for other people like it is yeah. in our us. Yeah. Love you being out there and head up, toes down, <laughs> bringing it to the people. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.